Y'all ready? We ready. Showroom, y'all ready? Back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, The Solution. Well, we'll talk about a couple of topics, maybe one or two for the next 30 to 60 minutes. But this one will be one topic pure. Shout out to my guy, P-Town, my dude, Jerron. He sent me this topic and uh, I'm actually going to front load this one because a lot of the topics that I got in my email system, they're kind of redundant. But this one, I kind of glanced over p and um, I'm going to really focus in on this one because I went across it in um, a topic called She Wants You to Hate Your Child's Mother, a.k.a. Baby Mama for some of you. I hate that term. I really do. I don't like referring to um, the custodial parent as uh, Baby Mama, nor do I like being referred to as Baby Daddy, unless it's a comedic form. But the terms are custodial parent and non-custodial parent. That's what you're going to see on your legal documents, not baby mother or baby daddy. Cute, but not so cute. So his topic was, how do you effectively co-parent? Oh boy. Um, let me tell you something. From experience and observation, this does not start off well. I have never seen any situation where co-parenting was occurring and it was this idea that came up and everyone went for it right away i have never seen things start off positively from that people learn how to co-parent and they learn how to co-parent via maturity time and realizing it's not about you it's about your child and uh pretty much i just taught you how to co-parent right then so how do we get to this point Typically, the concept of co-parent comes around when both parents come to their senses and realize that this failed relationship isn't working and is in our best interest to focus on our child, not us trying to fix something that is severely broken and cannot be fixed. We're not meant for each other anymore. And we must do what is necessary as parents to maintain a climate and a, a real candid and truthful climate of agreement of um you know unity to ensure this child has uh, all of the proper experiences they need from both mother and father it has to be a joint effort and the even if the child is living with one parent oh, okay that's what's going on excuse me that's kind of rhetorical and redundant if the child is living with the custodial parent you still have a say in what goes on because the focus is we are doing what it takes to ensure our child's successful development as a young man or woman and a small child. They, they're going to get love from both parents. However, both parents do not reside in the home. Um, the, the days of saying, hey, we stayed together for the child. We realize that we have really jacked up some children because these kids look back and reflect upon their childhood and say they really sucked because mom and dad did not like each other. They just did it because we're together it's nothing uh, well it is one of the most harmful and painful things i've seen a child endure is they turn 18 and they go off the couch and their parents divorce and it looks like they were just waiting for them to leave the house because that was the thing that was keeping them in the home together 
They had been apart for a while, but they were trying to have that nuclear family, the what's right, what looks right. In this day and time, people get together and they find out later on that, hey, this relationship isn't working. I no longer love you the way I thought I did. Heck, I might not even like you anymore. So how do we get to that point? Let's get to how do you get to the co-parenting category? Typically what has happened is that the legal system has gotten involved. Um, Stereotypically, the mother has taken the father through the legal system to receive support. Now, this can go off quietly. This can go on as a fight. And unfortunately, the child gets dragged into it. And hopefully that child is really young so they don't get to experience the ugliness of this. Now, let's be fair and let's be clear. In a perfect world, we would not need the child support system because behind co-parenting is child support and custody and visitation. But folks, first and foremost, it is money. I'm going to say it. If women you're squirming, you don't agree. Look, a lot, you know women. Maybe it's you. Maybe I'm talking about you. When the relationship failed and you realize he didn't want to be with you anymore, fine, child support. There's a meme. And matter of fact, I'm going to make that meme the title picture of this topic just to pull you in and if it triggers you oh well because it struck a nerve because you might be guilty of this the relationship ends and he says well i don't want to be with you anymore i'm here to take care of my child and there's a blank and she goes child support i know how to get you back a lot of women have gone that route so what they know is that that man fears having some insane amount of money taken from him because the legal system says it takes X amount of dollars to raise his child. Now, sometimes it's fair. Sometimes it's flat out unfair, but the propensity of it being unfair is there from the male point of view. Women, if you're getting upset, oh, well, you know how this goes. The system is not geared towards men. Even if these men are responsible, even if these men spend an insane amount of time for the child and they pay and buy and take take care of the child, beyond the amount of the child support because they know in their heart that is the right thing to do they want to ensure that child wants for nothing okay the child did not ask to be here you developed a bond and a love and an unbreakable bond and love for this child and they are your focus okay so you do what it takes to ensure this child is always experiencing a good quality of life however we know that it does not take an insane amount of money to raise a child in a home. But the system has allowed for some women to profit from this. And with that hap- when that happens, some women weaponize the child, okay? And they weaponize the custodial portion of raising the child and they use that against the man. So once that man realizes, hey, this has nothing to do with how much this child can be taken care of. This is about money, all right? And I'm gonna tell y'all a couple of examples of how I've seen this go. Um, you know, really, really wrong. And uh, it's it's an embarrassing um, for uh, an embarrassment for a lot of these women. So I had back in my, my former career, my prior career, I had a soldier who had a child support situation and I was in the army. His child's mother was also in the army. So she had gotten all kinds of horrible advice. Now, ladies, if you're listening, the worst thing you can do 
in the situation that concerns your child and the child's father is listen to your peers. Listen to a family member because they're probably bitter themselves. You need to go about this with a clear head and no interference. So someone had, and I know this for a fact because it came out, someone had advised this young lady that she can get X amount of dollars from this guy and she went with it. Now she had put in that healthcare costs as much. Look, you're in the military, you have TRICARE, your healthcare is free. So really the only thing that she was trying to gun for was the child care, the daycare, which was the only thing she really could claim that the child she needed from him. But underneath it all was that I had told her senior leadership about a program that offset the amount of child care that she was going to pay. That is what got her looking like a complete fool in the courtroom. It backfired on her. Yeah. So this young man was terrified that he was going to be eating top ramen and hot dogs for the next 18 years. Well, he wound up paying um, what I call a fair amount. He was basically responsible for child care. That's it. That's it. Plus a few incidentals. Would you like to know the amount? She was requesting $720 from this young man for all these things that were already provided to her. You know, she claimed the child was dependent, all that good stuff. He wound up paying $160, which I deem as fair. Fair. That was half of the child care bill. Plus the other half was going towards, you know, diapers and all that stuff and everything. And I told him, I said, look, in theory, that's not enough. But as a responsible father, you do extra because you should. I said, now, this legal portion of what you have to pay allows her to not control you and threaten you with this as if you're a deadbeat and do something. This is why you pay your support, young man. Because if your child's mother acts up, you can tell her to kick rocks. She has no ammunition of saying that you're not handling your responsibility in her opinion. You can tell her to kick rocks barefoot because the legal system says, one, you have rights. Okay, this is a 50-50 split. If you're just paying child support and you don't have 50-50 custody, you're dead wrong. Okay, you're dead wrong. You're not a paycheck. You are, you are a parent, a father, and that child needs you. Okay, trust me. So that's why you do that. The other part is that it ensures that that mother can't up and go when she decides to go because there are ramifications for that all right she's going to be penalized for that she just can't up and go even though the child is custodially with her she can't do that okay because if she does that basically she's saying she doesn't need you to be around so it can be reduced because of that okay? that's like forced abandonment Try look that up and the other part is it's basically the right thing to do. It protects you. All right. It protects your integrity and it, it protects your character. So don't be afraid of the legal system. But back to the co-parenting. I had to tell that narrative to get you to understand with this. Now, she realizes that you fought in court. You fought in court to ensure that your rights were upheld as a father. And she sees this. She can act silly if she wants. But as that child grows older and starts to see the toxicity that their mother has caught into play is going to be a problem. 
Okay, they'll say, oh, my mom is keeping me from my father. My father was trying to get be involved with me, but she was keeping me from him. Put your feelings to the side and stop trying to dictate that per that other parent's personal and intimate life. Now, let's flip over because I know a lot of women listen to the podcast and you get butt hurt. There you go attacking us again, the solution. We're always doing wrong. Men, listen to me. You're not with her anymore. All right. Whoever she dates, gets married to, you need to know. But here's what you tell them. I don't care who you date and who you marry until it affects my child. Not affects me. Until it affects my child. All right. Now, using your head, all kinds of things that could happen. All right. Where you need to be notified and ensure the safety and well-being of your child is in an upright manner because you'll have some women that'll want to get married or get involved and remove you from your child's life because they think this guy is so much better that's not their father all right if you're doing what you're supposed to do you're active you're around that child will fight and resist against that because they know you're not my daddy he's my daddy all right you're my mom's boyfriend or husband all right you're the stepdad that's my father and if that man has a problem with that think about their character and vice versa fellas if you have moved on and your child's mother says i don't care who you date but it better not affect my child all right that's the right thing to say it's not a threat it's just putting in their head while you're all happy and go lucky i'm so happy now with her meanwhile this woman or man is not being positive towards your child. You need to leave that person alone. Because let me tell you something. Husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, fiancés, financiers, whoever. They are temporary. You will be a parent forever. Understand that. If a person you're dating with or have a connection with, whatever you're trying to do with them, has a problem with how you parent with the other parent, it's always going to be a problem. They're going to view them as a threat. If it's always like, oh, what you're doing over there? What you're doing that? Your child needs to see a positive interaction between their mother and father. It does not have to be toxic because what that does is basically trying to tell their now significant other, look, see, I don't like them. You see that? You see that? I don't know anything to do. You see that? See, you know, I definitely ain't messing with them. You see that? They, they're trying to calm them down and give them a sense of security that you don't have any dealings with that child's mother or father. Don't worry about that, okay? If that person's that insecure, that's another situation episode in itself. But co-parenting is basically you coming to an above table agreement on how to manage, all right? The needs and day-to-day care of that child. It's a unified effort in front. And you know what the best co-parenting situation is? Is when the other man or other woman is fully in agreement with what you're doing because they don't feel like you're a threat at all. You're not worried about them. Okay? Hey, little Keisha's sick. Oh, really? Everything's cool? The other parent needs to know that. Oh, Tay-Tay has a, a recital next week. Are you able to make it? Because I got to work. 
you you talk about it you try to work around because one of you need to be there preferably both you need to be there to see your child's development and success that does amazing things for the, the character and confidence of your child to see both parents there you don't have to sit together all right you don't have to do that that's cool but you don't have to sit together but to be able to watch your child do something they love together that speaks volumes for the child like oh okay my parents are cool okay there's nothing behind it every time something doesn't go well it's not time to argue okay you don't have to argue in beef because that's just it, you, it, there's some kind of narrative out there that says you have to hate your child's mother or your child's father because it makes you feel better no that's bad for your soul you got to move past that all you need to do is keep each other informed all right hey Billy, you know, his his attitude. I, I don't know what's going on. When, when he was over there, did he act like that? Oh, yeah, a little bit. I was going to ask you about that. That's the stuff that co-parenting goes into. Hey, look, the uh, the healthcare change, I'm going to send you the new form, okay? You need to keep this in a, a you know, a, a safe place and everything like that, all right? Oh, yeah, this. All that stuff. Um, Yeah, I was on the, the website checking out Tay-Tay's grades, what is going on with him in history? You need to have those conversations. All right. These things. And trust me, your children are watching. It is mind boggling when you see your child. Y'all live in different homes. OK, your child's like, hey, you know, mom told him about that. Daddy told you that they need to hear that. They need to hear that. Because this whole broken home thing and distant parent thing is somehow a normal now. It has long lasting lingering effects, people. Trust me. Trust me. It takes a long time to recover from a disinterested parent. Okay. A disinterested non-custodial parent. It takes a long time, especially little boys. Trust me. All right. And that whole, well, little girls need their mom. Well, you know something? This man speaking to you right now, I will tell you, little girls need their daddies too. A lot. A lot. That age from 10 to 14 with your little girls, man, I'm talking to you. That's when you make your money. How you treat and address women, how you interact with their mother, even if you're not together, those are the building blocks. They don't demand to be treated a certain way in their later years. As long as their social pools aren't more than what you have shown them. There's an expectation that they don't have. My dad never talked to me like that. My mom never talked to me like that. All right. That concept of what a man's supposed to be. If you have a daughter, it's going to come from you, man. Now, if you are that other person that's in a relationship with somebody's co-parenting, What's your role in this? Now, I can't speak from firsthand knowledge. All right. But your role is not to make that other person your whole make them feel comfortable. Be natural. Be normal. That's it. They'll quickly see like there's nothing going on with them. All right. There's nothing going. And that's what it all stems from that. People's insecurities about something. They're kind of cool. Something going on. All right. You know, when you're going too far with the person. With your interacts and your jokes and stuff like that. All right. Keep it above table. It should be nothing to hide, anything like that. But the, the level of being civic, well, excuse me, civil towards one another and having some humility 
Your children should see that. Period. That's all. That's how you effectively co-parent. Open lines of communication. Now, if somebody's randomly calling at two o'clock in the morning just because it has nothing to do with the child. There's not a mercy with the child. No, you don't do that. Okay? You don't do that. It, you know when you, you're out of bounds with this. But you have to effectively co-parent. And as the, the, the person is not the parent of the child, you're the stepdad, the boyfriend, the girlfriend and stuff. You got to support the process. Because sometimes you might be watching that, that mom or dad that you're with being totally toxic. And they think it's fine. Because they aren't with that parent. And it's just normal to beef with the baby dad and the baby mom. This is normal. He's like, hey, you know, your, your child is watching that. You know, y'all got to fix that. Got to fix that. That's not good. You are their parents. They don't need to see that. You know, you show up to the door and they're shoving a the bag in your hand. And the kid's walking out the door looking all uncomfortable. All right. That's you be like, hey, how you doing? All right, cool. Everything's good? Anything? All right. You're out of there. That's it. All right. That's it. You drop them off. Oh, hey, um, I took care of this. This was going on. Let me know. Boom. Out of there. That's it. It can be business-like, but it's also very civil at the same time. And your child is seeing that because, like, okay, they aren't together, but there's no hostility. Because all that hostility is doing is appeasing the person they're with, the other person. No, your focus is that child when it comes to the other parent. You know? So thanks for listening. Hopefully I provided some insight and stuff like that. You know, if there was more, I missed something, you want me to expound upon it. P, I appreciate you. Thanks for sending in the voice message, man. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, a lot of platforms to, to listen to this on. Apple Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Shoutcast, you name it. Also, the Anchor app. I would love for you to download the Anchor app so you get notified when I'm dropping another episode. And you can leave the voice message like my dude P does. But hey, hopefully this helped you with that. Other listeners out there, hopefully this provided some insight on it on the way forward. If you're in that situation like that and you want it to get better, it takes both of you to come to a civil and humble manner and focus on the child and not attacking one another because you're still hurt. The the late great R&B singer Teddy Pendergrass was saying, I think you better let it go. Remember, it all comes down to what? Being a better human. And I'm out of here.